Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. Oh my God. What? So we've been watching these catching a gold digger videos. Correction. You've been watching these catching Liar. gold digger videos. You've been watching and as I've well. Been listening Mitchell to them would back me while up ignoring on that. the TV. You're still paying attention. You don't have to actually watch them to like get anything out of it because the cover the the good one covers the girl's face. You don't even know who she is. And it's real stuff. Like if they're acting, they're real good actors. Anyway. But if they're acting, they're good actors. Because the fake ones, it's like, oh my God, they're so obviously fake. It's not even funny. But what gets me is they're essentially putting bait out for somebody. And they're seeing if those people take the bait. Uh-huh. And in the end, they call that a setup. Who calls it a setup? The people who get caught. They Who say, else oh, you set, set me up. up. You set me up. You set me up. You set me up. Who you else set calls me up. it a setup? The people setting it up. No, he calls it a test. Sometimes. And sometimes he goes, huh, we set you up. Well, you know what? It's still not a setup in the terms that the caught person is claiming. Okay. They're claiming they were forced into that. That's what they mean by setup. Is that the definition of setup? That something it that isn't. Forced? But that's how they're claiming it. They're claiming... I have no responsibility because I was set up. What's the definition of set up? I have no idea off the top of my head what the definition of set up is that you're looking for. I'm just curious. I'm not trying to prove you wrong or anything. So Google it. I don't know it. what it is. Usually you've already Googled these. Things. No. No need to. I don't care enough to Google it myself. Exactly. So that makes me, I get to choose the path we go. And I'm picking the path I picked. Whatever. I picked a path of pickled peppers. As usual. <laughs> but the thing is, you you remind me right now. This is going to make you mad, so maybe this will make this a better episode. But you remind me right now of how Jackson acted when we did the freedom of speech discussion. Why? Because I asked you some questions? No, because you acted like... You already knew my position when you really didn't know my position and then got kind of annoyed when you didn't have a retort to what I was saying. Dude, dude, literally 0% annoyed over here was just trying to harass you by asking you stupid questions. You're a harasser. You See, you're a harasser. You admit it. <laughs> anyway, she is a harasser. She's admitting it and to me. Maybe get to the point. Okay. So what's the point? I don't know. You're the one who says nobody well, else knows what you're going to say. These people say, oh, it's a setup, as though they were forced to do it, as though they had no choice but to do it. 
But that's not really true. They threw the bait out there and they're like, well, you know, hey, would you like to go out with me sometime? Most of them say they don't even have a boyfriend. So how can they at that point even claim that they weren't at fault? Right. It's not like here would be what I would think would be a setup. Girl sitting down having dinner by herself somewhere or like lunch somewhere. Other dude sits down with her. Dude number three takes a picture of the two of them together and mails it to her boyfriend and says that she's cheating. That's a setup. Yes. She did nothing. Nothing wrong. Somebody just sat down at her table and some other jackhole took a picture. Okay, yes, that's a setup. But when you're told, hey, I looked, I saw you over here. You were pretty cute. And, you know, I really like you. So, you know, do you have a boyfriend? (laughs) No, no boyfriend. No, I don't have a boyfriend. Oh, you have a Lamborghini. I don't have a boyfriend at all. I don't have any boyfriend. You have a lot of money. Here, let me go out with you. And they did the one that was like a graduated test. They brought the the chick was like in Walmart and they sent the guy into Walmart. And he just kind of like, he was a buff looking dude, good looking guy. And he just like basically like came up to her and was like, oh, I noticed you while I was getting shampoo and I had to come over here and talk to you because you're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if I could get your number. And she was like, oh, oh, well, thanks. Uh, but, 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 but I have a boyfriend, so I'll have to pass. Okay. So she passed. So she passed that test because he was just a regular old Joe. She knew nothing about him. Then. They set her up again at her work a few days later with another guy who was supposedly found a dog and was getting a reward for the dog. And the lady giving the reward gave him $2,000. And so he made a big deal about how he had $2,000. And guess what? She accepted his offer of a date and said nothing about having a boyfriend yet again. So she failed. But to me, she failed both of them because in both cases... She didn't mention a boyfriend. Well, no, that's right. First one, she did mention the boyfriend. Second one, she didn't. Then they get to the third one where the guy's like supposedly super rich and he has all these receipts of things he spent money on and he has all these checks that she's supposed to like stack up for him. And hundreds of thousands of dollars in checks. That shows her how much money this bro is making in a month. In a month. And he did like this little cute thing of, you know, I'm too shy to ask you, but I really like you and I'd like to take you out on a nice date. Yes or no. And she didn't leave it. So he was upset that she didn't leave it. So he kind of called to find out why. And she's like, oh, well, I thought it was so cute. Oh, Oh, well, don't you have a boyfriend? No, actually, I don't have a boyfriend. Oh, well, let's go out then. Okay, yes, let's go out. (laughs) Yeah. She just trades right on up, you know. And it's like. It's like that. that's not a setup because they had a choice in the matter. Every single time they could have said, nope, I have a boyfriend. Now, the one I think really was a setup was the one where the girl was with her boyfriend and then with that other dude that worked with the show other times. And they had the other dude oh, the one that her was, to an Airbnb. The one that was cheating. The, the one, one that was skinny dipped in the yolks. ocean. Yeah, yeah, she's cheating with yolks. And the other guy at the same time. And yes. That one lives closer to setup. Because, and you know, I don't know why I kind of agree with you on that. Because if you go and you watch it, guys, it's the channel's like. Um, UDY. UDY. Okay. Look it up. They're really good videos. But when you find this one, they I'll try to find it and put the, the link in the show notes. So 
um, you'll find them there. But in any event, it's a setup to me because they didn't have enough information to decide whether she was going to go for it or not. So they kind of like forced it to the next step and forced it to the next step right? by like upping the ante and upping the ante. However, if you take, still go back and take it by their definition, she did have a choice at each step of the way Yes, not but- to bite. By luring her with somebody that they already knew that she was, they already knew she was cheating with him. By luring her with somebody they knew she was cheating with, I feel like that one, you could call it a setup and you wouldn't be wrong, and they, but and that's the only one. And they wouldn't be able to say she was a gold digger, but they could definitely say they confirmed she's a cheater. Right, which is, I think that's all they wanted in that one. So, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I think you're right about that one. But... The whole point of what I why I brought this up is because it irritates me that people knowingly making the bad decisions blame the other person. Like, right. like if you make a bad decision, then you should just own that fact that you made the bad decision. Oh, well, don't be screaming. It was a setup. It was a setup. Who cares? You know, the, like you said, the only setup where you're an innocent victim is the one where they... Um, you know, oh, I'm going to have a, I can help you with your photography career. Let's meet and have a business meeting about it. Mm-hmm. That's what they tell you. And then you meet at Starbucks and the next thing, takes a picture, like you said, sends it in is like, see, she's cheating on you. Right. That's a setup. Because then she has to be like, no, I didn't, I'm not cheating on you. And is she lying? No, she's not. She's telling the truth. But what's he going to think? But I saw a picture of you with the guy. Explain that. Oh, well, it was a business meeting. Yeah, that's a likely story. Once you get the guy hot and bothered and believing that she's cheating, unfortunately, you're guilty until proven innocent. And it's really hard to prove you didn't do something. In fact, I think it's impossible to prove you didn't do something. Unless It's not impossible. Very close to impossible, though. It's it's very hard to prove you didn't do something. And I think I think though that that's why that's one that one's a setup because they kind of put her in a bad spot and on purpose, and they knew she would go for it already, so it's too easy. It's the others where like the one that was my gosh, talk about scandalous. She goes with the boyfriend, and he's a rapper, and. They're pretending they're going to invest, like, what was it, several hundred thousand dollars? It was a hundred thousand dollars. hundred thousand dollars? They were going to invest a hundred thousand dollars in this rapper, which is kind of a funky story funny. when you think about it. And so then he's out in the hallway, he being Sergio, and he's hitting on the woman and asking her out. And she at first is like, you know, well, um, you know... I have the boyfriend, you know, I, I can't do that. You know, there's, that's not going to happen. And then he goes, well, okay, well, guess what? We're going to invest $100,000 in him. And then she's like, well, hold on a second. You know, you don't want to invest with him. I have this business and I do this and I do this. I don't even remember specifically what she did. T-shirts. T-shirts. Okay. So she did T-shirts and she's telling him this and she's telling him that his money's safer with her than with the boyfriend, and that the boyfriend will just change his mind in a few months about what he's doing. And that this is just a phase, but that hers is Which a is real business. Which is actually the rudest shit I've ever heard yeah. in my life. And this is from a person who supposedly cares about this guy, too. Like, yeah, she's in a special place in his life. And, I, you know, that's another point I want to make. A lot of times we hear in that show about how they're just dating. 
Now, I understand that just dating means if you want to, you can go sleep with that guy over there. And no one can, the other guy can't say anything about it because you're just dating. No commitment, right? But that doesn't mean that you get to be mean and nasty to the other person. You still have to be supportive of them and care about them. What I don't like about this Gold Digger show... Well, no, I, I find the show itself very entertaining, so that's irrelevant. But you don't you don't get a perspective of what their relationship is actually like. And the person they send in is the person who's supposed to ask the girl out. He's always, like, super nice to her, and he's saying all the right things, and he's saying he's going to take her out to dinner and pay all this attention to her. Well, if your boyfriend is treating you like dog shit, and... In, in some senses, I would think that most of these relationships that end up on the show are pretty shitty in the first place. So if you're, okay, so if your relationship is shit and all of a sudden this guy comes along and he's being so nice and saying all the right things, it doesn't necessarily make you a gold digger that you would like to go out with him. Right. That's just the choice they offered to you. Right. I mean, give you, give you an example of what, uh, how I see what you're saying. I think that like, you know, like you're saying, they they basically, they they take a relationship where the person's being treated like complete trash, but they're loyal, so they're trying to stick it out. Then you go and you take everything you know about the person and you tell another person, here's a script to use on her. Right. And then you're going to be mad that you not only do make her perfect man for her, you then... Give her perfect man lots more resources financially than you. Uh And she may be tired of struggling with money problems. And so she's like, peace out. Uh, I don't think that makes sense. And that doesn't make you a gold digger. That means you just gave me one option. It's not like they gave you two options where one was like a poor guy or like an average, you know, guy who really couldn't help you financially, but was perfect for you. Versus a guy who you have nothing in common with, would never even talk to out on the street, let alone go on a date with and sleep with. And you take that one because he has more money. That makes you a gold digger. Right. That makes you a gold digger. That's the only thing I don't like about the whole thing. But I still find the show itself super interesting. But I think they should call it Catching Cheaters instead of Catching Gold Diggers because that's really what they're doing. Well, and I even told you, I said it's like a version of that show Cheaters on steroids. Yeah, but exponentially more entertaining and less dramatic and bullshitty. Well, but I think that's because the actual show Cheaters is actually following them around with an investigator and coming back and saying, yay, they're cheating or nay, they're not. Well, it was also made like 10 years ago. Yeah, in the cheesiest manner possible. With the the lowest. Sergio probably has a higher budget per episode. And the guy talking like this. Today we meet Marilyn Jones. It would print out on the screen. That's funny. That show is. Yeah. That show I wish they'd make cringe. more seasons of it because that show entertains me. That too. show is cringeworthy, though. It is so cringeworthy. Um, I think that we people, if we, I'm trying to wrap this up for us. So, like, like we're talking about people, you know, saying they were set up. I just think if you just take, if you take accountability for what you did. And the other person takes accountability for what they did. If you have an actual real relationship, it shouldn't matter 
who's more at fault. Because the fact of the matter is, as we always say, if if I did everything right, only then could you blame the other person. And if they did everything right, only then could they blame you. So making even one mistake means you could have done something to fix the relationship. So it's just like fucked up. It's a messed up um, situation. But it just comes down to not being selfish and just owning it. I Yeah, I screwed up. I don't care. Yes, I shouldn't have given him my phone number. And I shouldn't have said I don't have a boyfriend. You're right. It was terrible of me. I'm going to own it. Yeah. The rest of it, keep it to yourself. You want to feel that they set you up and they did wrong? Well, that's probably reason for you not to trust them anymore. Right. But don't like use it as your excuse for why you did it. Because, again, it's kind of like when we say, oh, you made me do it. In reality, you can't make anybody do anything. You know, if you like did that to me for some horrifying reason, I feel like what would happen is like I would give the dude a fake phone number And then I would come home and tell you this hilarious story about this super weird dude at some park somewhere who wanted my phone number. And it would ruin the whole show. But you know what's great about that? That's honest. Right. And you know what? And then if you ever told me it was a setup, I might punch you in the throat. If you tried to say to me... It was but But if you tried to say to me, oh, well, you know... um, I wanted to be nice to the guy. I didn't want to make him feel bad. So I gave him a fake phone number. So you can't fault me for giving him a fake phone number because he can't actually contact me again. He would have to find me somewhere. Right. And then number two, I came home and told you about it. Right. So Therefore, you can't, hold, you can't hold that against only me. Only you're a buttwad. Right. Exactly. You can't hold that against you. <laughs> I, I agree with you 100% on that. I just think that we let our emotions about the other person dictate how we act we strike back because the other person did this and we strike back because they did that and reality is if she were on the other foot and they did that to you you'd be mad so you kind of have to say to yourself all right i'm just going to take responsibility for my stupidity and i'm going to use what i know about what they did to keep an eye on the rest of the time but i was taught If you feel you're to the point where you need to test a relationship, it's time to walk away. And it kind of makes sense. You don't trust the other person. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Because like I said, if I was the other person, if you did that to me and I was 100% on the up and up, which I would be, you would be the, after that, I would have a hard time trusting things that you said to me. Then I would be the jackass. I understand this. This is what I said about yeah, it's it's like scenario. it's like a, it's no matter what happens in that scenario, trust is broken. No matter right. what happens. So that's why the, the advice I got was good. When you get to the point where you feel I only have two choices. Walk away from this relationship or test the relationship. You get to that point, you got to walk away because testing it is just going to make you at the walk away spot anyway. I mean, you might as well just do it. If you really want like that concrete proof so that you don't like pine away over it later. But if you're going to end it anyway, no matter what the result of the test is. I don't oh, yeah, to get your confirmation, it, but... to get your confirmation, sure, then I see it. But if you're doing it to be like, well, if she passes the test, then I know we have a strong relationship. Well, don't bother. It's time to walk away because you should already know whether you have a strong relationship or not. Time to go. Like, just peace out. 
And I, and I feel that's true. And that's also why I think it's important when you have a close interpersonal relationship that you're honest with the other person about how you feel about the important things. If it's if they're doing something that makes you want to fundamentally change how your relationship with them works, then you owe it to them to tell them that. And I don't mean just tell them about what you want different because you should always do that. Mm-hmm. But then you've got to accept their response back. Their response back could just be, "Yeah, I'm not changing anything. This is what I, this is me. Sorry." Okay, you just have to learn to accept that. You expressed what you wanted. They told you, sorry, I can't do it. Great, we've negotiated. That's it, we're done. But if you start to assume that they're going to go a certain way so you make decisions based off of what you assume they're going to do, you're the asshole, not them. It's simple. You made that point earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, well, I think it's true. I think that that... People get lost in this whole like caravan of, oh, they did this to me and it made me do it. Now you had a choice, man. You always have a choice how you act. Right. So that's the heavy duty. Already. The light duty <coughs> is that is that Evander is back in the home for the time of the being. He arrived today. And he's not as snappy, although he did snap. He's not as snappy. Um, you expected him to snap when he did, though. So there's that. It's the mindset of us that needs to change now, because he's been taught how to act when he can trust a human. So we have to show him that we're going to respect his boundaries. I think what he said today about not going and touching the dog unless the dog offers himself to you is very true with this dog, because when he was sitting out in front of you, like away from me. He, I left him alone, but then he started leaning against me and like rubbing up against mm-hmm. my leg like a cat does. Then I pet him. Oh, he loved it. Mm-hmm. And I like feel when like he comes and puts his feet up on the couch. Yeah. It's just time to respect. We have to respect his boundaries. He'll respect our boundaries and we have to pay care, pay careful attention to Not the fact to leave that shoes on the he floor. can be snappy. Yeah. Don't leave shoes on the floor. He can be snappy. We need to make sure we tell Mitchell that mm-hmm. um, he can be snappy and he's just He's a dog that needs special treatment. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to. We'll find him a hero that, are too, that will yep. adopt him. Someone should adopt him. Dachshundsandfriends.org. His name is Evander. Let's get that little boy adopted. So that's all I got tonight. What do you got? Beautiful? I have a whole lot of tiredness. Really? So good night, everyone. Astana bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.